you can live out your MasterChef dreams. When you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Hey, Larson. Welcome back to Going In Raw. On this episode, we're talking about WWE Fastlane. Uh, cars and stuff. Uh, there were actually two cars up on the stage. Your speculation is there's no engines in those cars. It's just the bodies. That, I mean, I don't know for sure, but yes, yeah, I think so. Right, right. Um, it was a premium live event that happened. Yes. You know, I've said this about just a couple of the shows this year from WWE down the stretch a little bit. They raised such a high bar early on that I kind of feel like it's a bit on the difficult side to live up to a lot of those. And secondly, no Roman Reigns. They have built that dude up so much that even though we had new tag champions uh, with uh, Judgment Day dropping their titles and Cena and LA Knight versus the Bloodline, which, let's face it, isn't the hottest feud going, but there's some popular people in that, like LA Knight, and yeah. there was, you know, a little bit of a story beat there um, with uh, with uh, the new tribal chief, Jimmy Uso, kind of dropping the ball with his team. Oh, I mean, that's all he's been doing since Roman's been gone. He's come back and dropped the ball. An inspiration to everybody. Um, He's our tribal but, uh, chief. And it motivates Roman's return, which will happen, I guess, this Friday. On yeah, this upcoming Friday. Premiere. It potentially motivates Roman versus LA Knight happening either uh, November 4th or at Survivor Series. Right, right. Um, so, uh, so yeah, but in terms of, you know, man, so, much, so many of those premium live events, walking into them, man, intrigue. Maybe not so much here, and maybe that's why this one – didn't feel like it lived up to the at, at the very least the expectations of, of that we've had in the past. Yeah, because I don't think there's a whole lot of expectations necessarily for this particular show because five matches were announced, as mentioned, apart from the tag title match. Nothing really of with stakes involved really seemed to be 
in, in a situation where the outcome wasn't obvious. You know, like mm-hmm, yeah, kind of thought Nakamura and Seth be a solid match. Seth would walk away winner. Sure enough, that happened. Mm-hmm. The tag match was a bit more of a, of a toss up yeah, in terms sure. of who's going to win the tag titles. Um, I'll say this: five matches on the card. They went a little bit under three hours. Every match got time. Yeah, that's true. Every yeah. single match got plenty of time to tell their story. And despite the fact that most of the matches were upwards of like 15 minutes, several and 20 minute in the main event, I think over a half hour, maybe none of them really dragged. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. The, the triple threat, the Oscar Charlotte fantastic. match was fantastic. fantastic. It was really good. Probably my match of the night. So um, it was, it was, was it a, a, a huge show in terms of story beats and stakes? Maybe not really. But it was a solid three-hour wrestling program. Well, I mean, there were story beats that you would expect to maybe see on totally. Raw or SmackDown. Totally. You totally. Know? There it's were story like the, beats, but yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, had we not just seen Dom lose North American title, because that was kind of a jaw dropper, he got it back the next day or two, three days later, rather. Yep. And so I didn't expect Judgment Day to lose, but I also am not shocked that they did because it enables several things. Number one, Cody gets to go to SmackDown. Number two, Jay probably not going to be too happy about having to go to SmackDown because he's a tag title holder now and it's cross brand. Um, But yeah, just sort of in a nutshell, uh, not the most compelling premium live event, but I mean, here's the thing. We've had two of these uh, 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 pay-per-views back-to-back that have had kind of an in-your-house feel to it. Mm -hmm. Hasn't been the most significant thing in the world. Um, the World Heavyweight Championship got to main event. Let's talk about that, I guess, first. Sure. Seth Rollins versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Neither you nor me really felt Shinsuke had a chance because it does seem like right now what they're doing with him is, as much as I would have been totally cool with Shinsuke winning, it feels like right now what they're doing with Seth is sort of proving several things. Number one, they're, they're number one, creatively speaking, they're doing a really good job building up contenders. Yeah. Um, this whole story with the back um, is, I think, is a really it has been a very successful, very solid one. If you look at, you know, the channel point prediction betting in our Twitch channel. Yeah. Seth was the underdog. Yeah. So like that says to me, a lot of people felt, OK, Shinsuke has a good chance here. Um, and uh, and that's to me speaks to, hey, they did a pretty good job building yeah. up Shinsuke. Yeah. Seth Rollins is looking to prove that this is not the consolation prize. Yeah. He's saying, I'm here every week carrying the burden of being WWE's champion while Roman takes long vacations and tribal chief setup. And I'm going to have and I'm going to have the tough road doing it. I'm not going to have the bloodline helping me because that comes along with the tribal chief setup because Larson, the tribal chief setup is only for the tribal chief and it's definitely not for Seth Rollins. Correct. So you got a situation got here. A Sorry, where Seth, his back injury is very much real, but it's also a metaphor of the burden he's carrying. Yeah, right. You know, as the top day to day champion in mm-hmm. WWE, you got a raid here from Alex Queen of the Ring. Thank you so much, Alex. What's up, Alex? Hopefully, you guys had a good time there watching uh, the the premium live event from WWE. Um. So you know when when we get the the rare instance of of metaphors and in, in wrestling storytelling, I gotta appreciate it. Oh and sure, yeah. They've done a good job of building Nakamura up to be seen as a contender, mm-hmm. but preceding that rebuild, he was at best a fifty fifty wrestler. So they yeah. still needed. 
he needed to get a few wins, more than a few wins, a, f- a number of wins, for me to re- legitimately think that he had a real shot at beating Seth at any point in this feud. I thought, you know, I did. I will say this, and you know, I know you 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 said, and and, and I agree with the sentiment, but you know, Seth just got absolutely wrecked during that match. Yeah, and then he hits uh, Nakamura with you know a, a, a Falcon Arrow. Uh, to through basically a table, get the, and that was it, through yeah. a table to get the win. That being said, and maybe it's because I had a whole lot of channel points on it. I really did. There were moments in that match where I was like, "Oh, they might do this for Shinsuke." Like that, that's a possibility. And I, I do think that me even thinking that now or these days, versus where we used to be under when Vince was running everything day to day, where contenders meant jack shit. Yeah. You know, they'd have championship contender matches that wouldn't mean anything. These days, dude, everybody, everybody has a story of some sort. Even Ivar and his feud with the New Day, they're turning him into a monster. Now, do I believe he's going to skyrocket up and get to the the title? No. Uh, Karrion Cross, when they do use him, his main thing is... What are you you chuckling at? So I was looking at... uh... The, the time of the matches for Fastlane tonight. Yeah. And somebody put in here for the main event. Oh, no. Jeff Hardy defeated Matt Hardy. <laughs> that's weird. That is weird. Yeah, that's odd. I don't know why. Anyways, yeah, that's people are weird, man. Um, but uh, I lost my train of thought there. Sorry. I don't know what I was saying. Yeah. Um, but no, 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 it goes to it goes to how they're building characters these days. Yes, and you know you look at Carrying Cross, a guy who just takes nothing but L's. But what do they do with him? They at least try to justify it by saying, "Well, you're changed after the fact." Yep. yep. There's so much more thought being put into the characters and into the feuds that, like this match, yeah, I didn't, I didn't think Shinsuke had a shot, but by the end, I don't know, maybe he would. Like when he missed at Seth, and Seth went flying up that ladder, like, oh shit, okay, maybe. Yeah, didn't happen, and I wouldn't have put money on it. And in fact, I put the opposite. I put channel points against That's it. Significant amount at that. But I do appreciate that enough considerations being put into these feuds and yeah. characters that um, everybody's got something going on. And, you know, we, when we talk about the attitude era in a lot of respects, we're you know we mentioned the good stuff, but there's a lot of bad during the attitude era. But one thing about the attitude era is that if you're on TV, odds are you had a story. Mm-hmm. That's not only mean it was a good one, but if you were involved yeah, right. on a regular basis, they were trying to tell a story with you. Mm-hmm, um, yeah. And we kind of see that carrying over now to Triple H book WWE, that if you're on TV, more often, odds are you're not on TV just to be, you know, a, a, a enhancement essentially, to lose to somebody. It happens, mm-hmm. but more often yeah. not, if you're on TV, you're involved in a story. Mm-hmm, and that's yeah. refreshing from the Vince days when people just be on TV seemingly just kind of floating aimlessly from match to match, episode of Raw to episode of Raw with no direction. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Yeah, right. No direction and, and, and being confused about what their character even is. Yeah. I mean, I, I point to this endlessly and I see I notice some people in chat bringing up wouldn't tonight have been the perfect night for Priest to cash in on Seth Rollins? Um, and that could be debated, but I did love the backstage segment where Priest is like, I'm ready to go now. No, man, your knee still needs Busted. ice. Your knee is wrecked. You could. You, this is not the perfect moment, and you need the perfect moment. There will be plenty more, especially with the story that Seth is telling. He's, he's, he's challenging everybody to a fight. Your time will come. And Rhea Ripley says, give it over. Give me the briefcase, yeah. Give me the briefcase. And he does. Now, that is a million miles away from where Rhea Ripley was a couple of years ago when she was like, just sort of like, uh, she's a good guy, kind of. She's a bad guy, mm -hmm. kind of. She's hanging out with Nikki Cross. She's like making awkward, cringy jokes. Like, she just didn't know who she was supposed to be. We have no doubt who she is now. Yeah. Yep. Um, and that's why I think like the bar has been set pretty high so that a, a mid level pay per view, which let's be honest, had a mid level, you know, uh, what had was mid-level quality tonight feels like a little bit lower on the pole because some of the other premium live events yeah. have been so damn good. We've seen a lot of traditional B-level pay-per-views actually really, really deliver, not just in terms of yeah. match quality, but story beats. Yeah. Look at Elimination Chamber earlier this year. You mm -hmm. know, Right, exactly, yeah. Where there was a yeah. pretty massive story beat following what happened at the Rumble. So, yeah, you know, but without these kind of setup shows which I think it was especially with the, in the tag title situation it's a setup for something they're going to deliver on down the line mm -hmm. you need the setup to deliver in the end you know you yeah, need right, to put yeah. the building blocks in place to eventually get the payoff mm -hmm. and yeah. one thing that Triple H has shown is that he's very deliberate in his pacing he's not going to yeah. rush anything Yeah, and if it means dropping a pay-per-view that might not most might not be the most exciting both on paper and delivery knowing mm -hmm. that he's putting pieces in place to pay off down the road, mm -hmm. he will do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And and you you see that all over the place. Mm -hmm. You see a lot of pieces being put into place. And uh and yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see how how it all plays out. Um let's talk about those tag titles. Uh Judgment Day uh dropped them to Cody Rhodes and Jay Uso. Um as I had already mentioned, this allows Cody to uh to to oh, spend some time and organically become a member of the smackdown roster without saying oh yeah by the way <laughs> i was the one traded for jay uso 
That can just yeah, be right. like, I'm here already. By the way, you know, it can be decided. I'm the, I'm the person that completes the Jey Uso trade, but I'm already here, so it's kind of immaterial. Now, do you think that, because they could accomplish that goal fairly quickly. Obviously, you're going to have, look, we saw the Judgment Day just lose the North American title and get it right back. Yeah. Is the sole purpose of this, from a story perspective, to get Cody on SmackDown, to get Jay on SmackDown for a spell before Judgment Day gets those titles right back? Do you see that as a possibility, or do you think that those titles are going to go elsewhere instead of the Judgment Day? They seem to love their Judgment Day. They do love their Judgment Day. I mean, I haven't watched SmackDown yet, but you know, the closing segment of SmackDown was Bloodline and Judgment Day taking on uh, Cody and John Cena and L.A. Knight and Jey Uso. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so obviously they see Judgment Day roughly on the same level as Bloodline, at least in terms of yeah. importance of their respective brands. Yeah. And Judgment Day has been the focus of Raw for months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have. And uh, I, I honestly don't know. In, in a way, it makes sense because I, if the idea is that there's constant percolating issues within the Judgment Day, Mm-hmm. And having them drop titles for a short spell and eventually win the back to kind of, you know, all right, their tensions are elevated. Okay, they got the titles back. All right, everything's cool as long as they win. Someone loses their title, back to tensions. Okay, we'll work together, get it back. And it's just, as, as Rhea's fond of saying, you know, they're not viewed as threats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And for that thread to continue, you got to have that push and pull where they're booked as like, oh, all right, their cohesive unit takes seriously and then two weeks later, they're, they're for the most part, save for Rhea, completely and utterly hapless. Do, yeah, like, do you think, because that's a really good point, that is her central thesis, do you think that, like, you know, they lose the titles, shouldn't there be some sort of extreme amount of retaliation, you know, them going on a warpath of some sort? I don't know how that would manifest itself, you know, like a physical titles, beyond, of course, Damian Priest cashing in, which being you know the top two titles on the brand then sets him and Rhea and to a degree Dom because he sort of belongs to Rhea apart from Finn Balor and the guy who kind of cost him their tag oh, titles even kind of definitely cost definitely. Their tag titles definitely cost JD McDonald Google my name JD yeah. McDonough yeah um yeah. I mean I don't know when I do like they keep on teasing the cash in, it is like sort of this looming threat. And I know people are, look, I, I understand like there is, and we've talked about this before, there is an element of of of, of, of post-Vince traumatic syndrome, you know, with like, he wouldn't pay things off. And so everybody would just want those things that they like to get paid off so that we know that it happened. Well, Triple H has taken a much lower approach. There's an example uh, Gargano. They waited months, months because they didn't feel like Champa versus the Bloodline was the place for him to make the. Sa- I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, uh, against uh, Judgment Day was the place to make the save, and instead it, ha- it it was against Imperium. They waited until it was the right moment to carry out that story. And but I understand that, like, given that we're only I don't know a year plus removed, and Vince is still around. Yeah. The general fan base is like, man, I want to see this paid off because there's no guarantee it will be. And there are no guarantees in wrestling. People can get hurt tomorrow. Absolutely. But I, you know, I do, you know, I do give WWE a little bit more of the benefit of the doubt these days when it comes to a lot of pieces are in play. We have no idea what Cody's actual game. Well, 
we know what it is. We don't know what path he's going to take to get mm -hmm. there, mm -hmm. to get to Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Um, how is Jay going to react to being a tag champion without his brother yeah. and being on SmackDown part of the time? Is the bloodline going to make up? Is Jimmy going to be like, oh, me and Solo, we want a piece of, you know, the the tag titles. Yep. I mean, God damn. Yep. There's a, there's, there's a, my point is there's a lot of pieces in place. Well, and then you got to, White Brownie break, brings this up. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. They probably won another yeah, opportunity right. to get those tag titles back. Right, yeah. They lost the Judgment Day. And and Kevin Owens has a bone to pick with Cody for bringing Jey Uso over to Raw already. Yeah. He's got obvious issues with Jey Uso. Mm -hmm, um, yeah. So, as mentioned, there's a lot of pieces in play. And that doesn't even mention what they're doing in the in the undercard in terms of developing other tag teams. Mm -hmm. You know, we got had Imperium pick up a win on Raw this last week. You got DIY getting back together. If mm -hmm. the Street Profits can never get the same page with Bobby Lashley, you can't discount them as contenders for those tag titles. They're setting a lot of things up. Yep, they they really are. Um, so uh, so yeah, I th I think it's you know even though it it was it was a and here's the thing, like you said, how long was this thing? It was like less than three hours. It was just a little bit under three hours. Like. That ain't no different than a Raw. A Raw is worse because you have all sorts of other shit going on, a bunch of talkie bits. And it this really did felt like an old in your house where mm -hmm. like story beats will happen. Not it's not a big one. It's not a big, big deal. You know, Survivor Series is coming up in Chicago. We might get Chicago well, Man Peter. I don't know. You got the the Saudi show. Oh, the Saudi show's gonna be big. Because they always book those huge experience equal to or greater than WrestleMania. Um, contractually obligated to be equal to or less than equal to or greater than WrestleMania. Greater than WrestleMania. Yeah. Following that, as you mentioned, Survivor Series Chicago in Chicago, will Phil be there oh, um, to to confront Seth? Maybe who knows? So it, it makes you know. Would it be great if every premium live event would have the same weight? Maybe not of WrestleMania, but all the other shows. Yeah, but is that like believable to do on a regular basis? Probably not. Gonna have to have oh, setup shows Lord. sometimes. I'm watching the the press conferences on the screen right now. Uh -huh. Iron Saxon suit. Ooh, describe it. God damn it! It's got like this wonderful like royal blue shirt underneath, and mm -hmm. like this sort of like nice creamy banana yellow blazer. Wow. God damn it, pal! Looks like a million bucks. Here comes Jay Jay Strutton. <laughs> He's pretty happy. He yeah. doesn't. He doesn't know that he's been played by Cody Rhodes. Oh, a thousand percent. A thousand <laughs> uh, which percent is a great segue. Good segue because we can talk about the yeah. uh, opening match, which was the tag title match, the Judgment Day versus Cody Rhodes and Jey Uso. Main event, Jey Uso. So uh, latter third of the match. So uh, Damian is looking for a South to Heaven choke slam on Jay. Jay escapes, hits a spear. He goes up the top rope, but then Rhea and Dom run down to ringside. So Jay takes out Dom with a super kick and gets face to face with Rhea. And Rhea does a little wave. Oh, wave a little flirty flirty. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. It was great. This whole bit was and great. And Jay can't take his eyes off. It's he's, it's difficult. He's doing that My thing goodness. to her, you know. She has next level charisma. Absolutely. Next level Kavorka, just absolutely yeah. ten out of yeah. eleven out of ten, Larson. Absolutely. So he gets back in the in the ring. Balor and Priest attack him. So then Priest uh, has Jay on the top rope, hits the Frankensteiner. Finn follows the coup de grace. Meanwhile, Cody's like sleeping on, on the ringside area. He finally wakes up, breaks up that pin. So Cody stirs Jay. Uh, and then uh, Priest and, and Finn get to their feet. They're all doing the hockey fight uh, uh, standoff type deal. 
Um, Priest boots Cody midair, and then JD runs down to get involved. Well, Rhea hits Jay with the Money in the Bank briefcase. Finn covers, gets a two. So Priest chokeslams Cody on the apron and clears off the announce table. He puts Cody on top of it. And JD has a briefcase at this point. He takes a swing at Cody. Cody moves, and JD hits Priest with the briefcase right in the knee. Ouch. And so Cody hits Priest with the crossroads on the table in the ring. Uh, Jay takes out Finn and JD. Jay hits a super kick, tags in Cody. They hit a Cody Cutter uh, 1D combo, and then Cody follows with the crossroads on Finn to get the win. New tag champs. I need to. I, I'm going to go back and listen to the audio of this Jay Cody thing because it just looks like they're goofing. Jay's having a good time right now. Oh, I imagine. <laughs> I imagine. Um, yeah, it, you know, man, and especially Rhea's acting through all this. Like it's so good. It's like so they're good. Ju- they're so they're such a great machine of performance. The Judgment Day, absolutely. Is. And uh, and they all feed off each other. And uh, and you know, again, you know, it just sort of leaves you wondering what's going to happen next with Judgment Day. You know, mm-hmm. it's like. God damn! Somebody's gonna somebody's gonna pay, and that's what I, that's what I love about so many of the stories. Like, what's gonna happen with Jimmy and and Solo? You know, like Paul Heyman literally is letting his gray come out. Yeah, what a stroke of genius! Because he's so stressed out. Yeah, it's yeah. great. It's great. I hope Roman. You think Roman's gonna come back from vacation completely and totally well rested, or is or is it or is he coming back knowing? That like this is a mess, and now I have to deal with it. It's probably gonna be. I'm trying to be have a good. Uh, a recuperative vacation. I got wise man calling me every hour, venting about how what a mess this is. Yeah, yeah. I I still would love it. I saw said this during the stream. I would love it if Roman came back and it was revealed that he had blocked Heyman's. Oh, I know, I know. Like every time Heyman says call Roman Reigns, it just it just you know yeah yeah doesn't yeah yeah. So after the match, Rhea screaming at JD, uh, Cody, Jay celebrate with their titles. And Cody trying to kayfabe button up that title belt, despite the Velcro. Um, and yeah, uh, yeah, he puts that's a great that's a great detail to remember. He sort of he ha- he asks Jay to button the belt up, and Jay just slaps it. it. I know <laughs> you're good to go. Uh, after that, we're backstage with uh, Wade, Booker T. They're talking. Xavier Wood steps in. You know, refers to them both as legends. Then we get a Pizza Hut commercial. Uh, yeah, it was a really entertaining one. Though, it was. So, and way to even bust that, busted out. I got some bad news during this. Be yeah. like, I don't got any bad news. I've got no Hut. bad news. I love Pizza Hut. And then it's funny because like during the next match, when the actual Pizza Hut comes, like Xavier Woods and Michael Cole and Corey Graves, all people because Michael Cole, you know, he used to be kind of chunk, but he got fit and he's he still fit. Stretch, yeah. yeah, all these guys are super fit, and they like take the smallest bite of this like just puddle of grease and cheese. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they didn't get the pizza they used for the commercials. This was actually one that probably delivered to the arena. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so this next match was Bobby Lashley, the Street Profits, with some amazing matching gear. Ooh. Oh, it was so good. The gold, so good. The gold looks clean, man. It looks it clean. It was great. Versus Rey Mysterio, Santos Escobar, and Mystery Partner. Yeah, man. So, for whatever reason, Mystery Partner decided not to make their appearance till I don't know, 80% through the match. I'm saying all my hellos. Yeah, Carlito. Mystery Carlito. partner. Carlito. Carlito. So uh, he he runs down the ring. He runs down, gets the hot tag from Ray. He goes on a run against Montez, against Lashley. Uh, he clotheslines Dawkins out, uh, and Ray hits him with a senton. And then Santos takes out Lashley with suicide dive. 
Carlito hits a backstabber on Montez Ford to get the win. It was mm-hmm. like bang, 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 Carlito wins. Apparently he's been signed for a very much, long time. I think much. since the like since right after the, the backlash pay per view. Yeah, since right? May or June, yeah. Yeah, my goodness. But again, let's wait for the right moment, you know? For eight for until eighty percent into the match that he's like coming back. Yeah, exactly. So LWO are celebrating the ring, and that's when yeah the pizza bit happened, and and Xavier Woods had this great uh, Ribera style Pizza Hut oh, satin jacket. We're getting these made. We're getting these. We're getting these ones. Oh made. yeah, we're getting some. So apparently, uh, FWM says Tyrese Halliburton, former Sacramento King, current Indiana Pacer. That's who it was. Is asking yeah. questions at the press conference. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I know. That's great, man. What an what a boy. Good for him. I remember when he came to town and it was like unveiled that, you know, he He's loved He's a huge wrestling. wrestling fan, yeah. Yeah, that is fantastic. Missed opportunity to never try to get him on the show. Oh, easily. We're terrible at interviews, though, man. Yeah, we're not, and we're not yeah. very good like at, at reaching out to people and saying, hey, let's do something together. Yeah, not good at that either. We should probably no. do that. Hey, let's make a New Year's resolution, okay? Let's do, let's do that. I got two months to think about it. Three months to think about it. <laughs> uh, after that, they were replaying some video of Jade coming to the arena from the pre-show. Holy shit, she Superstar. looked like a million bucks. Superstar. How do you fumble that, dude? Yeah. God damn it, pal. My Absolute goodness. superstar. Triple H Triple there H. to greet her as she gets oh. to the arena. He's got all the charm going. Hey, how's it going? It's good to see you. You know, you could be a big star here at the WWE. You know, they didn't know what to do with you before. Yeah, that's a pretty good I Triple did. H. I feel like I've heard that somewhere before. Not really, though. It kind of sounds like a little Undertaker. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. It doesn't sound anything like. I've like, got one good impression as Dax. Mm, it's good. Dax, I mean, it's Dax more like, what, what's the bear's name from uh, the Muppets? Bobo. Yeah, no. I See, I used to have a decent Dax, but then I just turned it to Bobo the bear yeah. from the Muppets. Yeah. Mm, i got to feed my family. The top guy's out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Michael Bullet says, I'm pretty sure... I think he says, I think he means Jay is drunk at the press conference. He's celebrating already, huh? <laughs> Looking at his face, I could, I would believe it if somebody told me that. All right. All right. But I'm not going to care because I'd have to hear him first. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, like, I can't tell when, sir, like you, I can't really tell. Like, if, you've, if you're drunk, I can't tell. Like, after a certain point, if you're like, everywhere, yeah, then yeah, yeah probably. Bleh. If you're passed out, you probably had way too much yeah but you've got a very like i don't know you're you're i know when you're super high because <laughs> we got super high at a raw show we did uh, <laughs> WWE women's championship match was next oscar versus eo sky versus charlotte match of the Holy night yeah this match was awesome it was great this was like this was a pay-per-view level match this absolutely was fucking awesome. it was great because it started off because Oscar and Charlotte, right? They're supposed to be on the same page. The Oscar's been posting so much, so many pictures of them as tag team champions hugging each other on the same page. This fool just started the match, missing the shit out of Charlotte's face, and Eo was like, "Oh my god!" It was yeah. like, dude, it was like the uh, HBK and Triple H against John Cena. Yeah, when uh, when uh, it was a triple threat, but it was like, oh man, John Cena's up against DX. And immediately Triple H just super kicks the shit out of a, a, a Triple H. HBK super kicks yeah, out yeah. of uh, Triple H. And Cena's like, yeah. oh, fuck. Yeah. Like, that's how this is going to be. Yep. I loved it. I thought that was an awesome spot. That was great. And the, the match that followed was awesome. 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 
So towards the finish, Flair is, is looking for a fig, or is locked onto figure four, looking to bridge up for the figure eight, but then EO breaks that up with a Meteora, gets a two count there. Uh, eventually, EO puts on a crossface on Charlotte, while Asuka also puts on a sharpshooter on Charlotte. Asuka releases a hold, looking for a Asuka lock, but then EO hits a palm strike. So then Asuka and Charlotte hit a double team code breaker, and then uh, Charlotte uh, hits Asuka with the spear, gets a two with that. Bailey runs down to check on EO. It's like, hey, come on, let's go. Let's get this. And then she basically picks her up and throws her back in the ring. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so she gets on the apron. Charlotte boots EO off the apron onto Bailey. Sorry, EO got on the apron. Asuka then hits a f- code breaker off the top rope onto Charlotte. That gets a two. So then Charlotte rolls through an, uh, an Asuka lock, locks on a figure four, then a figure eight. Bailey gets on the apron to distract the ref. While Oscar's there tapping out, mm-hmm. and then uh, EO hits the moonsault on Charlotte, covers to get the win. Yeah, stellar stuff. Just absolutely oh, stellar stuff, the man. Pace it was, was, it was fantastic. The creativity yeah. was the chemistry off the was great. Was yeah. so good. Um, before we uh, continue on with the next bitch, uh, quick reminder here: we are doing our darndest to get to a certain subscriber goal on YouTube. So if you're watching the show and you have not hit that subscribe button or the notify bell, please do so. It goes a long way towards helping grow the channel and get our videos pushed onto the YouTube home screen of what algorithm a bunch of people and stuff. Math involved, I algorithm. think. Algorithm, yeah, I don't know. It's a chalkboard or something. Formulas uh, and, and whatnot. Right now we're at 198,185. Steve, if I may interject here. Please, absolutely. I have I have a, a, a small request of our, our our viewers right now. If you have not subscribed to the channel, please ask it us. for seven of you. Seven. seven. That's, it. That's it. That's seven it. Seven who have That's not it. subscribed to hit that subscribe button, that notify bell. That'll get us. So we're only seven less than seven hundred away from reaching yeah. our goal. Yeah, which is one hundred and ninety eight thousand eight hundred and ninety one because it's a palindrome, which means it goes the same way from the front to back. And then back to front, same thing. One nine eight eight nine one, pretty Indeed. easy. And then and then right after that, we just get straight to two hundred thousand. Two hundred two hundred thousand and two. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's the next palindrome. Uh, so, uh, oh man, Maggie says seven subs, and I'll drop five gifted memberships to YouTube. See right there. Boom. Return that's on investment. Incentive. Incentive. Yeah, man. Also, uh, for those of you who've been waiting for some new merchandise, guess what? You're in it's luck. Here. Right now, we've got some brand new Halloween-themed spooky merch. That's right. It's a, it's, a, it's a merch drop over at friendoshop.com. And you can use code SPOOKY to get a 20% discount right now. We've got new shirts, new hoodies. We've got our first poster on the shop. And we've got our first coffee mug. Uh, so we've got some new designs, some re- reappropriated designs from old stuff. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's kind of Halloween themed a little bit Yeah, and uh, you can check that out now. And it's the last merch drop we've got until black Friday coming up in, uh, about what, two months or now? A month and a half. Month and a half. Yeah. Roughly. About a month yeah. and a half. Yeah. A month and, and a half. half. Yeah. So yeah. be sure to check that out and use that promo code. It's there for a reason. It's there to save you money. Uh, also you can check out patreon.com slash Steve and Larson or click join on the YouTube. You can get access to bonus episodes this past Friday. Thursday, rather, we did a bonus episode where we power ranked uh, all the Star Wars properties, at least the ones we've like, seen. Yeah, the ones we've seen. We didn't. We didn't do the uh, those silly cartoons. The animated ones. Like, we're no, grown I'm not men. That familiar with? 
Like, we don't watch cartoons. We're grown men. I watch uh, cartoons. Yeah, I've watched cartoons as an adult yeah. for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I've actually watched some of the Star Wars Clone Wars cartoon. Yeah, just not enough to make a definitive opinion one way or the other on it. Yeah, no, it's, it's too, it's like for little kids is what it is. Um, right. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> all those subs, all the Star Wars nerds are like, I'm desubbing from the channel. God damn it. I know. Yeah. Clown, I know. the posters are not signed. No, they're not. They just oh. go straight from point A to point B, and we are not in the middle of that. Three away. Three away. And we'll be oh under 700,000 for our goal. Anyways. Oh, wow. So uh, after EO's win, Bailey comes, Bailey and Dakota come, celebrates with her. Uh, and then uh, we see L.A. Knight arrive at the venue in a uh, the Slim Jim mobile. Yeah, right. It's got right. the full Slim Jim, you know, wrap on it. And he's coming out all sweaty, like there's no AC. Mm-hmm. All the mm-hmm. vents are just filled with Slim Jims. Right, yeah. They probably put, like, a whole, like, rack of Slim Jims on the engine, so it's yeah. just like blowing, you know, hot, and they like super glued grease the air. yeah, like the slider to like the the red, which yeah. means hot, hot. It's always like, and so he gets out, he's all like sweaty, and he's like, "Hey, how's it going, Samantha Irvin?" And she's like, "God, you smell like you stink, like it's Slim Jim, like Slim Jim." Yeah, yeah, snap into it, and he just walks off. Exactly, and then Pat McAfee, yeah, makes man. his way to the ring. They're in Indianapolis for Fastlane, sports from this where he had a. A great career as a the punter for the Colts. He had the he had to prove it. Also, he had uh, the the Belt. the title, the yeah, NFL the WWE title. collaboration title for the yeah. Colts. Yeah, I have a video over at Wrestle Juice where I I look at all those titles. And they're fairly redundant. Well, I mean, it works if the ti- if the if the logo works. I had some pissed off Steelers fans. Oh, because I was running down their logo because it's kind of crap. Oh, you don't like so, the Steelers yeah. logo. Not at all, no. Okay. I did get educated, though, because now I know why it's, like, those three colors. Yeah, let's do a steel. Yeah. But then, like, it's, like, they just have, like, the word Steelers in, yeah. the, like, the least impressive font. You know me. Like, I'm sure I in like the 60s, that was, like, tip-top uh, d- design. Buddy, it ain't the 60s anymore. I know, but you look at a lot of designs for, for sports logos these days, and it's yeah. all so generic and kind of looks the same. Well, it all looks like it's been run through like a logo generator. Exactly. Yeah. I'd but rather like, have no, something. I'd rather have something like what the Steelers has rather than something that's just generic with some, you know, cartoony looking uh, uh, steel worker bursting <laughs> through some, you know, like block font. You know, this press conference is off the rails right now. Jay is, Jay is a mess. Sounds. Like you know, it. who's got the worst one, of course, though. It's the Browns. They don't have a logo. They it's well, they a, have a mascot. Orange. They have a mascot. Yeah, yeah, it's like an elf. Yeah, right. Yeah. What are they doing at this press conference? They've got like a handheld camera now on them. All right. All right. Uh, this is, anyways, our review is getting yeah. off the rails, too. So Pat McAfee comes to the ring. He says there's no chance in hell I was missing the show on this night in this glorious city. We all know it when we see it. As members of the WWE Universe, we will come to a town and they won't appreciate the fact we're here. They get bored, they boo, they suck. And that's Lafayette. not Indianapolis. I think Indy Lafayette. deserves a WrestleMania. If you Lafayette. think Indy should host Lafayette. a WrestleMania, give me a hell yeah. So, of course, everybody in the crowd goes, oh, hell yeah. So he says, shout out to Stone Cold. Shout out to all of you who earned that before I go sit down with the GOAT, Michael Cole. And uh, what do you call Corey? Oh, he just said the hater. Yeah. Corey Graves. The ha- oh, Triple H is out. He says, uh, let oh, me introduce yeah. a man who was 16-time world champion, a man who will be teaming with LA Knight, ladies and gentlemen. 
John Cena. So John Cena makes yeah. his entrance. We get him and L.A. Knight tagging against Bloodline members Solo Sokoa, Solo Sokoa, and Jimmy Uso. The story of this match was very simple. John Cena got isolated, had his ass whooped, hot tagged to L.A. Knight. Uh, John Cena throws Solo Sokoa out, so uh, L.A. Knight drops uh, Jimmy Uso with uh, a billionaire finger trap. Yeah, gets the win. That's it. That is That's it. what's happened. That's it. <laughs> Cena got isolated for like twelve minutes. Dude, it was forever. It was forever. Yeah. Yeah. He just. But, he, uh, yeah. Cena was just stomped on, taking all the moves. La Knight comes in, wins the match for his team. Crowd loved that hot tag, though. They love La Knight. He got yeah. God damn. And you look out in the crowd, man. Oh my God. A lot of those yellow so much LA, Knight LA Knight merch. Yeah. So I mean, much. I'm not huge on the design, but it's smart putting having the shirt pop so much. Mm-hmm. I get so much of their other merchandise. Oh, that's true. Yeah. You know, it stands out. You look at the the shots in the crowd. You see 35 percent of the crowd wearing those LA uh, yellow LA Knight shirts. And then, like a good chunk of them are wearing the new, the black one with the yeah. white font on it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What do you think of Carlito's new shirt? When I saw it, it reminded me of like a Retribution shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I know what you think about. It, it. reminds me of the AJ Styles shirt, yeah. the TNA one, From yeah, TNA, yeah. Like somebody had like or a they, giant didn't container. The Val, didn't Val Venus also have one that was kind of yeah. Like somebody had like a oh there's Halliburton again like they keep on going to Halliburton hey look it's Halliburton look at that he's a basketball player but he's also a journalist it's crazy <laughs> maybe you could be in the WWE you know the story never ends here <laughs> once your NBA story ends you could write a new story here in WWE so yeah LA Knight gets the win Cena's about to raise LA Knight's hand he's all no 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 he raises uh, John Cena's hand. Uh, and then we're backstage, and that's the spot we mentioned where Priest is like, "What a flipping baby face that guy is!" Oh, man. massive, massive. Yeah, yeah. And so Finn is like, "Hey, tonight wasn't our night. We'll get him back." Mm. And then uh, uh, Priest was like, "All right, that'd be fine for you. I ain't leaving here empty-handed. I'm getting that mm-hmm. title tonight's the night. I want that so title. He's, I want he that grabs title. his briefcase and holds it right towards camera. And Rhea comes in and goes, "No, no, no, no. You said you were going to take your time and do it the right moment." This is yeah. well. Priest is saying this while he's got a huge bag of ice on his knee. Yeah, and, yeah. and Rhea's like, "You still, you said you're only going to cash this in if it's the right moment. You think now's no, the right moment?" As he's got a giant hunk of ice on his leg, and Priest is like, "Guess not." And Rhea yeah. says, "Give it to me. Give me the briefcase." He hands the briefcase over to Rhea, and she takes it. Leader Judgment Day, right there. Dude, I know she says, but only here's the thing. And this is this is something that some people should probably understand, especially if you're on the verge of maybe showing up in WWE. Yeah, for another stint after being gone for, I don't know, about nine years. You never say you're the leader if you have of anything. To say you're the leader, guess what? You're probably not, not the, leader. the leader. You just be the leader. And people and everybody will, will acknowledge that you're you the leader. You can't anoint yourself as the leader. No. Everybody else has to do that. Right, right. And you need to know diplomacy. Anyways, uh, getting off track here. That's good uh, advice, though, Stephen. Happy you brought that up. I think it's really good advice. And I think, you know, uh, maybe uh, something to think about come November. Uh, that led to our main event, Last Man Standing Mitch. You know, there are actually people in our YouTube comments for Friendo Club for the, the Meltzer Star Rating Review video. That was not into me saying Mitch that way. 
Yeah, isn't that crazy? Why? I'm going to dial that back. You've been doing that for like years. I know. It's my favorite thing. Hey, we we picked up some like new viewers there. We did. People who had somehow never seen a Stephen Larson video, which is crazy. That's great. That's what I like to hear and see. That's awesome. Yeah. We're like, yeah, no, we're in our early 20s. We're just starting this. (laughs) Yeah. 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 (laughs) I I, I, I started balding prematurely and going gray in my late teens. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, buddy, all we got to do, man, all we got to do is put some Vaseline on on the lens. Oh, yeah. Get some diffusion on there. I know. (laughs) they might believe it exactly oh man uh so anyways this is a long ass match (laughs) it was and it was mostly nakamura beating the shit out of seth Rollins. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah he really beat the shit oh he wrecked him wrecked him wrecking his back all over the place so uh, at one point during the match seth sets up a ladder next to the announce table clears it off and he tries for a stomp on it nakamura gets out of the way so he tries again and the last half of this match michael cole a commentary is just yelling at seth to quit Mm-hmm. Don't have to do mm-hmm. this. It's the end of your career. If you keep fighting. So, again, Seth looks at the ladder. Uh, he puts Nakamura, drapes him over the table. He starts to climb. And then Nakamura gets up right as Seth turns around to look for the stomp. Seth turns back around as Nakamura is climbing the opposite side of the ladder. Nakamura sprays him with a shit ton of red mist. So much. like a It was a fool, ton. Man. It was a lot. So Rollins falls off the ladder, goes through the table. And Nakamura is just chilling on top of the ladder. The ref starts to count. Seth gets up at nine. So Nakamura puts Seth back in the ring, hits him with a backbreaker onto a chair that was set up, hits him with the Kinshasa that puts him through a table that was set up in the corner. Nakamura thinks that's it. He's posing. Ref counts. Seth rolls out of the ring, lands on his feet on the floor to beat the 10 count. Mm -hmm. So Nakamura throws him over the timekeeper area. They brawl up into the crowd. Uh, Nakamura lifts Seth up and drapes him over a platform near the guardrail. Um, uh, but instead, Rollins elbows him off, hits the pedigree on the same platform. Ref starts to count when they're both down. Seth is up at seven, Nakamura is up at nine, and then Seth hits a falcon arrow off that thing through a table set up. Both men are down. Seth barely beats the 10 count, Nakamura can't. So we had like 15 minutes of Nakamura basically just destroying Seth all over the ringside area. Mm-hmm. For the most part, to say Seth didn't get even shit in, he got some shit in, but it was more or less Nakamura dominating this match. One pedigree, one Falcon arrow through a table. There's he like there's probably four he times. Here's the thing: he gave him a stomp. That was earlier though. Um, there was four times during this match where it's like if Nakamura would have won, all right, that makes sense. I think four, at least three. Oh yeah, the stomp was in the was the stomp in the ring? No, it was earlier. Was stomp. On. Okay. Um, yeah, you know, bright side. Okay. Yeah. Hey, one was something different. Yeah. Didn't win with like a stomp through a table off a ledge or something. Um, oh, he did stomp out the pedigree. That's right. It was like the little. He didn't run for the stomp. He just did it. Okay. Okay. That's what I thought. Um, so. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. Yeah, the Falcon. It's not the most. It's not the most devastating move, but through a table, you know, I'd have a hard time getting up. It's not so much that he won with that. It's the fact that it, it was, you know, I compared it to Gargano versus Adam Cole in NXT, their two out of three falls match, where it was in New York. It felt like Adam Cole had to hit Johnny Gargano with a bust to pin him. Oh, yeah, for sure. And this yeah. match had similar vibes, where Nakamura was Seth, just throwing yeah. all sorts of stuff at Seth, and Seth would find a way to get to his feet. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. And I know you and I were both down on that match before. I understand that's why we're sort of down on this one. Um, but, you know, I, I think that Seth did, I mean, to, you know, to look at the other side of it, Seth did a really good job milking those 10 counts and getting up to the oh, last yeah. second. I yeah. thought there there was a good, decent amount of, for me anyways, there was a decent amount of tension in this match. And I'm, and I'm not trying um, to paint this as, as, a, as a bad match by any stretch of the imagination. It just felt like maybe Seth should have been on, on a more prolonged streak of getting more offense in or, or not getting his his ass kicked so much. Yeah, yeah, I could, I could totally see that. I'm glad you mentioned, uh, you know, what your thoughts are about the match because tomorrow, that's right, tomorrow, Larson, we're going to be dropping over at the Friendo Club Wrestling Channel, which you can subscribe to right now, our star ratings. Look at, I'm looking for a piece of paper so I can write them down right now. Right, you can start, you can start thinking about this, sleep on it. No, but like, no you'll sleeping. Have them ready Show's to go. over. I'm doing my star ratings right now. Well, we still have to finish the show. We got to outro the show. Yeah. Okay. Well, tomorrow at some point, we're going to be giving you guys our star ratings. We don't wait a week like those other star ratings. That's right. You can check them out tomorrow at Friendo Club Wrestling. Hey, do us a solid. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. Want to say thanks to everybody for tuning in today. We appreciate it, all the friendos. Also, shout out to John Hosey, John. the first, first two-time Big Blue Predictions champion. He won Weekend of predict Week of Predictions 2. So, uh, I'm sorry, Week of Champions 2. Well done. Larson's doing his star rating so we can get him up fresh tomorrow, unlike those other guys. Other star ratings. Till then, till next time, we'll see you guys around. Goodbye. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.